I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy. Let's go! go. Uh, difficult to predict how the game's going to pan out. I'm hoping to see more intensity and more quality from our point of view. It's all to play for at the weekend, but a really exciting side that we're very much looking forward to. Lee Griffith, for me, needs to find a happy place for himself. It could definitely be at Celtic next season. Whether or not it's, it's it's a happy kind of marriage for the two of them, I don't know. A happy Lee Griffiths will score goals for every The Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Mark Weedy. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 1717 700. Let's go, go. Five o'clock Friday, the official start to the weekend here in Go Radio Glasgow Zone. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, and loads of your calls coming in. 0808 17 17 700. It's the Scottish Cup quarterfinals weekend. Barry, you love the cup. It's your favourite tournament, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's a special cup, the, the Scottish Cup. Um, lucky enough, yep. Paul, he, he won it five times. So I'm looking forward to the, the games at the weekend, some tasty games, um, and we'll see who moves into the semi-finals. Sunday evening, Rangers against St. Johnson, the big one at 6.30. Can Rangers go for the double? Also on Sunday afternoon, Aberdeen against Dundee United, the new firm derby. Tomorrow, Hibs against Motherwell. And on Monday, Kilmarnock against St. Mirren. Mark Guidi, some great ties. And for the first time in a long time, all Premier League. Yeah, I think the uh, the four quarterfinal ties are, are tasty, Paul. Regardless of who goes through, we're going to have a good uh, semi final uh, lineup. But but Sunday between Aberdeen and United in the afternoon, then Rangers St Johnson at night. That's a cracking day's worth of football. Delighted mm. to be back for Rangers is the skipper James Tavernier. Obviously frustrating not being out that long. Maybe until I was like 18. You know, we've worked extremely hard to, to get us back. A little bit of patience along the way. And it's been good. It's been a time to reflect and see the boys uh, play, how well they've been doing. So, yeah, I'm just buzzing to be back. Yeah, that was one of the big stories the other night. He played 60 minutes, Barry. Good to see him back. Yeah, it was good to see him back. I'll be honest with you, I watched the game. He was a bit rusty, um, if I'm being honest. But mm-hmm. that's expected, obviously. Missing a, a number of games. Um, but... Great to see him back because before he got his injury, Paul, he was um, in sensational form. Um, he's returning goals and his assists were excellent. Um, he's been a real leader for Rangers this season. So, yeah, it was great to see him uh, get back at 60 minutes and I'm sure in Sunday um, the manager will, will, will be starting him. Rangers fans, what are you looking for on Sunday evening? What's the lineup for you? 0808 17 17 700. The other evening, both old firms, late, late, late goals for Rangers, uh, against Rangers, and Celtic doing it right at the end. And John Kennedy speaking about the mercurial striker, Lee Griffiths. You know, and that's, that's Lee, the way he plays. And it's, you know, in terms of the game, I just thought because they were 1 0 up, they would probably get more than enough possession and more than enough territory to. They pin them back in there and leave if you give him, you know, half a chance in there in the box. That's when he's when he's deadly. So, typical Lee goal. You know, it was a nice ball, ball from Moy as well. At times we probably didn't give Lee enough service, had opportunities. You know, but it's great for him to get get another goal again. Will he be playing for Celtic next season, Mark Guidi? One of many questions that Celtic fans still have unanswered. Yeah, um, manager, captain, director of football. 
head of recruitment the, the, the list goes on um, in terms of Lee Griffiths I, mean, I was interested in Craig Moore's clip from, from last night's yeah. show when he says you know a happy Lee Griffiths um, well for me it's, it's a fit and dedicated Lee Griffiths and that's got to come from within Lee Griffiths as we know you know whether it's for Celtic or the two goals for uh, Scotland at Hamden against England and, and as John Kennedy said he is deadly but you've got to be fit you've got to be hungry you've got to make sacrifices to be a top football player and then to stay there as Barry mm-hmm. will tell you Lee Griffiths has got it all Paul if he wants to go and do it he can be Celtic's main striker next season but that's got to come from within how many chances is a person entitled to but if he knuckles down and to put it bluntly gets his act together he can still be a top player he's still got three or four years left at highest level but it's got to come from within and what he's shown in the past two years the standards have been very very poor and for Neil Lennon and John Kennedy as as the two managers this season it must have been so so frustrating for them um, as they're watching the season crumble and they've got a guy who could be making a solid contribution on the sidelines, not able to do anything. Because the Celtic fans came in this year thinking, 10 in a row, possibly, probably they thought, and they thought it would be Edward and Griffiths up front, but it hasn't been. It's not been, um, but I echo what, what Mark's just mentioned there. For me, he's got to want it himself. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm a new manager coming in, I'm, I'm sitting him down and I'm explaining what I'm needing from him. Um, but you can't hold people's hands he's got to want to do it himself for me he's the best finisher mm-hmm. for me you've seen it in, in Wednesday night against Aberdeen I was speaking to Marco Affair just look at the, everybody will talk about the cross just look at Lee Griffith's movement inside that 18 yard box peels in between the two defenders and it's a great header um, I've seen many a strikers miss that but look he's got an opportunity um, but again it'll, get, it'll just come down to one person it's how much Lee Griffiths um, wants it he's only 30 years of age I agree with Mark again he's got another 3 or 4 years if he really knuckles down and puts his, his mind to it um, so look we'll, we'll see what happens but I, if I'm a new manager coming into Celtic he's one that I would be wanting to keep if He's got the right mindset. And that's the big F. Celtic fans, give us a call. 0808 17 17 700. Some of the other things on the go today on your mind. Celtic's David Turnbull looks as though he's free to face Rangers. No further action being taken over the Dylan McGeer challenge. It wasn't like him, was it? Hearts players will do a respectful trophy lift tomorrow when they play Inverness Cali Thistle. So they are the champions, as we know, and they are going to accept the trophy, but there'll be no... Mind you, the fans aren't in tomorrow anyway. Um, what's happening at Celtic? Any word? What do you think? 0808 17 17 700. And uh, I heard Rob last night obviously speaking about the COVID-5. Stephen Gerrard not happy about it. Rangers saying there's a lack of consistency. We'll maybe talk about that tonight. But we're looking forward to the weekend and the Scottish Cup quarterfinals, the last eight. And uh, another headline today, Neymar turned up at PSG training wearing a kilt. Is he taking part in the kilt? Well, the virtual weekend is underway. I was in Edinburgh this morning and uh, you see some people out and about, Mark, and Barry's doing it already. He, who, what do they have in common? Barry Ferguson, uh, David Gray, remember Babylon? Yes. The big hit. Yeah. And Gredo, what are they all doing? And Nicola Benedetti. Oh, they're all in the kilt walk. I know, I'd given it away. They are indeed. <laughs> so Barry, I think, is doing it on Sunday because uh, you'll be training tomorrow. But people, we've got over 11,000 people brilliant. doing it over the weekend. It's yep. brilliant. I, you know, the, the, the charities that, that benefit from it and uh, for Sir Tom Hunter to, to top it up um, by 50%, yeah. I think, for all yeah. the, the donations come in. It, it, it's the... It's the best charity fundraiser in, in Scotland. Uh, 
by by a distance, I, Paul. And uh, I know it's I know it's virtual, but it is lovely weather. No, which sure. makes you want to do it yeah. more. Because you still have to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so no, yeah. it's uh, cool. It's really yeah. really good. I'll give you breaking news. There's over two million pounds in today, plus over right. a million from Tom. So it's over three million for over a thousand charities. So it's great. But you've got all weekend to do whatever you want. You know, you can skip, you can run, you can walk, or you can even boogie, which was of course inspired by Scotland. Great to see Sir Alec Ferguson speaking about it, wasn't it? And he said that he was crying uh, along with Ryan Christie after uh, when we actually qualified for the Euros at last. Yeah, I listened to the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, somebody like Sir, Sir Alex Ferguson, you say that. Like, I think we were all gripped with it's been that long mm-hmm. since we've um, we've got to a, a major tournament, 23 years. Um, but when Dave, David Marshall saved that, and obviously you've seen Ryan Christie's interview after it, I think we were all emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a long, long wait. Um, and this group of players, uh, as I said, um, I'll go down as heroes. They, they've done something that I've not managed to do in a long, long time. So I, I can't wait to the, the Euro. I'm re- really, really looking forward to it. I think we've got a, a good opportunity to get out of the group stage. I, I really believe that. I think we're, we're uh, in a good, good place under Stevie Clark. You could see each game we're improving. Um, and again, I'll look at the squad. We've got real good quality players in that Scotland squad. And I'll ask you about Nathan Patterson, but let's hear first of all from Stephen Gerrard about the COVID-5. We, we found the outcome out yesterday, yesterday morning. Obviously not too happy about it. I think I said last week, frustrated and disappointed that uh, all the players are going to receive a ban. It's not just about Nathan. Uh, they're all as important as each other. So for me, obviously going to be frustrated and disappointed they're not available in the next four games. Uh, but it is what it is. We we accept it. We put a statement out that I back very much in terms of the club and we move forward. Barry, what would you do with Nathan Patterson for the Euros? Is he in the squad? Yes, 100%. Why? Because I, I rate him highly. I, I think he's good enough to be in the squad. Um, look, Stephen O'Donnell and, and Palmer have done well. Um, but for me, Nathan Patterson should get an opportunity. Not just um, a lot of people talk about his age, but he's shown to me that he can play in pressurised situations. You've you seen on Sunday, I thought no firm game. He was outstanding again. Um, so he can handle the pressure. So for me, I think we've got to try and get the, the best players in the squad. And for me, Nathan Patterson's clearly shown me that he's certainly good enough um, to play in the Rangers first team, but certainly good enough to, to get in that Scotland squad. Mark, not much seems to phase young Nathan Patterson, but he's going to miss the next four games. Would you, yeah. if you were Steve Clark, have him in your squad yeah I, I, I said Monday night on the show Paul after watching yeah. the game on, on Sunday uh, for sure I watched him again um, on uh, on Wednesday night when, yeah. he, when he won for James Tavernier um, yeah he's he, he's got it he's 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 going to be a special player mm-hmm. uh, there's no doubt about it he's going to be as I said it wouldn't surprise me to get, to see him go on and have a career like like Kieran Tierney and, and Andy Robertson obviously only on, on the right hand side so yeah, get him in. Age is not a barrier. We're not blessed with uh, great options on the right-hand side. So I would have him in all day long. It's not ideal that he's going to miss four games. Ideally, you want to see him up to speed. But he's a, he's a young lad. He's he's, he's fit, Paul. You know, yeah. they'll, they'll do their, their sessions before they go away. They've got a couple of friendlies lined up before the opening game at Hamden. So uh, right now, if to pick a squad today, he would win it all day long. And why not? He is such a talent can he play in the same team as James Tavernier next season because they're both signed up Tavernier has extended his contract Nathan Patterson as well Barry is there space for both of them? 
Yeah, I, I could see in certain games that there, there could be, but I, I've got um, no doubts that Nathan Patterson is going to push James Tavernier mm. all the way. Um, I don't think it's a gimme for James Tavernier. I think he'll know it himself. Um, look, he's been fantastic for Rangers this season, but he'll know he's got a young player full of potential breathing um, down his back. Mm. There's there's no doubt about it. Um, can they play in the, the, the same team? I don't see why not. I've seen Nathan Patterson play further forward um, in under-21s at, at Scotland. But we'll need to wait and see. But listen, it's a great headache to have mm-hmm. for the for the manager. Sure. Um, and it's it's great that I'm sure J- James Tavernier will appreciate this. He'll have somebody pushing him. When you've got somebody pushing pushing you and trying to get your, your spot in the team, it takes you to the next level. It makes you work even harder. So... Um, we've got two fantastic fullbacks at, at Rangers, and, and the manager, as I said, um, he'll have a, a sleepless night trying to pick one of them. What do you reckon at home? Give us a call 0808 17 17 700. Many of you will be on the mobile out in the gardens, I would imagine, socially distanced. The weather's been great. It's got a wee bit cloudy in the last 10 15 minutes, but it was 20 degrees at four o'clock this afternoon here. I heard it from Joe Maguire on uh, Go Radio News, who liked the word mercurial there. I'm just about to say that. Uh, mercurial. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Um, Mark. We see in the paper today, we heard Barry here because I ask him about it every time. Yeah. Due to play tomorrow against Broader Rangers in the playoff. Now, call me old fashioned, but surely we know if the game, what is happening in the playoffs? We've talked all week about pyramid systems and money flowing down from the very top. So, from the, you know, the six breakaway, as would have been when we last saw you, that's over just now. You know, at the top of European football, Barcelona's Real Madrid, Juventus, the money trickles down. So, in Scotland, Broader Rangers to play Kelty Hearts, the Highland champions against the Lowland champions for a place in a playoff with the bottom of the second division. Yep. At the moment, it looks like breaking. There's still no word about this game, whether or not it's going ahead. It's absolutely ridiculous. What's your take on it, Mark? What do you think is happening? Well, I mean, I, I said to Barry, I was, first of all, I was surprised to see him. I'm sorry, I was hoping yeah. I wasn't going to see him here tonight because I'm thinking he'll be up in the Highlands if the game was up there, team, yeah. uh, for, for tomorrow, for the, for the first leg and and here he is and the first thing I said what are you doing here? He said oh, we've had no word mm. no word his club unless I'm mistaken Barry will correct me if I'm wrong Kelty Hearts and I'm sure this applies to broader range as well have not had anything official through from any of our governing bodies to tell them about their game tomorrow which is a massive game yes we know it's no Celtic or Rangers it's no Scottish Cup quarter final but for both clubs it's a massive game and it's a massive part of Scottish football a pyramid system is built in for exactly what should be taking place tomorrow and if that's taken away again for the second season in a row it's making a mockery of Scottish football I think lawyers could be all over it mm. um, you know Barry's thought about it as another couple of grand to get players tested for, for what? Is that, to do what? Yeah, another test tomorrow Barry's what, yeah, what are you doing? What's happening? Costing us um, this will be our third Saturday back training it's costing us 2,100 Um a day to test obviously we do it once a week so that's over £6,000 it's cost us the last um, couple of weeks which is a lot of money when we don't really have it um, but we've got to go in with the, the mind frame that hopefully the game's going to go ahead um, Is there a money tree in Kelty in Fife? Is there a money tree No just... listen you get all the, the rumours about what we're paying players yeah listen we've got a decent enough budget um, but listen it's been tough we're in the same position as a lot of clubs um, we've had no fans through the door there's no um, income at all you no haven't income played whatsoever. Yeah, so it's costing year. us a lot of money I, I spoke to the players at length on Tuesday night and I've asked them to remain focused 
and have the attitude that the game's going to go ahead. Because um, if we take our minds away from it, we'll be kidding ourselves on. It's, it's just disappointing that we've not had any word. Um, How have the players reacted to that then? Because it must be they're so disappointed. Yeah. They're, they're looking for me to give them answers. I can't give them answers because I'm trying to get answers. My board are trying to get answers. Um, so we're not. We're basically we're in limbo. Um, we don't know what, what's happening. So at some stage, I would like to think the SPFL will come out and let us know one way or another. Mm-hmm. See if it's yes, great. We go ahead. See if it's no. At least we're getting an answer. If it's not, I'll be disappointed. Barry, they need to now listen. See if they don't allow the playoffs to take place, because clearly there's 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 a groundswell in in League Two for all the clubs not to for there not to be a relegation again Mm -hmm. for the second season in a row. Even though Hearts went down last season and Mm -hmm. Partick Thistle went down last season, no different League Two went down. Explain that one to me. Um, I didn't take part in the playoff, Um, so they're wanting that to happen again. So. If that's the case and they're wanting to avoid potential legal action again in court cases from whether it's a League 2 club challenge or yourselves a broader challenge then allow the two of you to come up. Yeah. Just allow the two teams to come happen? up and make it a 12-team division next season. Mark, is that a possibility? Because I saw there was a tweet wasn't there one of the clubs saying we don't mind if the two come up. Maybe so, that's the fairest thing. Paul, think, but what's yeah. happening just now is not acceptable. No. For, for, for both yeah. clubs not to be told a thing yep. your game's on or, or, or not that's the bit that I can't get that mm-hmm. there's been no communication whatsoever since we've been allowed to, to come back and train two weeks ago um, and it took us 10, ten days yep. to get notification we to get know. back and train yeah yep. the logical outcome would be that they say no you don't have to play that's why we haven't told you you're in but we can't we can't say that because we don't know uh, they say they'll do the right thing but what is the is right that, thing look, a pyramid yeah. system See the pyramid system when it got brought in here a number of years ago. It was great. It was yep. great for the the, the country. And yep. I'm not just talking about the league I'm in. We we've got real ambitious clubs we yep. drive, but the tier below us, tier six, tier seven, mm-hmm. there's clubs there. We ambition and drive to try and get up and down the, the pyramid yep. system. Darvel, so, yeah, yeah, Clyde Bank, and I can go on. There's East Kilbride the Newark League. Yep. There's BSC Glasgow. There's East Stirling. There's Bonnie Rig Rose. Mm-hmm. Clubs that are trying their best. Clubs that have got volunteers who put hard-earned hours into the club and try and give them the best facility and there's real good players as well at this level so we just want notification. Somebody somebody just come out and tell us what's happening. That's the issue I've got. And Mark, if Barry Ferguson can't get anything out of them to show respect for one of our greatest ever players, a great captain for Scotland. You know. But Paul, it's not about that. I, I'm I doing know. it for the pyramid as a whole. I, I, I feel for all the, the other yeah. clubs. Yeah. Now, can I make something clear as well? It's, I'm not just doing this because it's my club, Kelty. Mm-hmm. See, if it was another club in my yeah. league in the same position as us, I would feel strongly about it and I'd feel the same way. I don't think it's right. I know you do and I admire you for that you're absolutely right Barry you're always really fair it's ridiculous you know what I mean no, yeah, no. it's Barry Ferguson okay shouldn't get any favour for that uh-huh. but it should not be ignored by the SPFL no, no member on. clubs should be yeah, ignored for, exactly you know, know. You're, you're a member you're part of an association mm. you're part of of a set up would, would Rangers be ignored would yep. Celtic be ignored no why, why should it be any different right 0808 17 17 700 we're going right onto the lines after this the Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Go Radio Football Show. The weekend is here. Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi and loads of your calls coming in. It's Scottish Cup quarterfinal weekend. It's also the week where the European Super League arrived and disappeared within 48 hours. On the line now, Sean in Garthamlock in Glasgow. Hi, Sean. Good evening. Hi there. Hi there, gentlemen. Um, How you I've doing? Got any point to me? 
Yeah. I've got a wee point to make, but I've got two points to the kind of one story, right? Okay. I was listening to Top Sport. I tried to get through to them today, but I couldn't get through. What, what channel is that? I'm not... <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm kidding. Yeah. Sure. yeah, indeed. Um, yeah. But I tried to get through to them today, but I couldn't get through. And um, one story came out today, they were talking about instead of just letting Rangers and Celtic into the um, British uh, League, mm-hmm. why no do a thing that? Uh, Hibs and um, Aberdeen could come in and all, but see if they couldn't do a British league. I was kind of considering something today, but it came to my mind about an hour or two ago. Mm-hmm. How about maybe scrapping the Scottish League Cup, the English League Cup, the Welsh League Cup, and the Irish League Cup, and making that a British Cup? Let's put that to the guys. So on Wednesday night, as you know, Barry and I were on with John Hartson and Willie Hockey, Lord Hockey, one half of. Uh, Hunter and hockey, and there was some great chat. I know you heard it, Mark, as well. And we talked about, is there a place then for a British Cup or whatever? This has been mentioned before, have a, a, a British Cup. The League Cup would be the obvious one to go, although obviously it's the League Cup final this weekend. Mark, do you think this has legs? Is there a chance? A, a, a British Cup? Some kind of so cup kind of or league. league. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, I think a British Cup would work, Paul, but the only way it would be taken seriously by, by down the road by your main clubs as if there was a Champions League place for the winner. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that, that people take things like that series because that's your, your 50, 60, 70 million pound prize if you can get into the, the, the Champions League. If it's not, then I think it would just be, you know, our teams up here would take it, but, but down the road, you know, it'd be second teams and third teams and, you know, the way the way they treat the League Cups mm-hmm. at the moment. But if you can find a way of of getting a Champions League place, whatever way you could work that, I know it wouldn't be easy. Um, but you do that, then different ball game it's game on but I also think that I feel I said in the show two or three weeks ago I feel a wind of change coming in football Paul and um, I think Celtic Rangers have been involved in a in a shake up not not, not next season or the season after but something in the next four or five years tells me that what we have just now the status quo ain't going to exist down the road and and, and up here I think there's change coming we heard what Willie said the other night seven point Two billion pounds. I couldn't believe that. The, the top the 12, clubs. I know. No, it was the twelve clubs in yeah. the Super League. Yeah, that were seven point two billion in debt. In debt. That's the reason why they wanted this Super League. Sure. But in terms of Sean's thing, Matt makes a good point. Uh, the way they treat the League Cup down there, it's the Caribou Cup. That's right. Just yep. now, sponsored. You see some of the 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 teams they put out like young boys. They play quite yeah. a it's number an of young. Yeah. Yep. They they don't treat it in the right manner. Listen, I think it's still a cup to win. You want to try and still win your, your League Cup, but if there's a, a space where they could maybe get a Champions League place, then I think it could be a goer, but if if it's not going to happen, um, if that's not going to happen, I don't think it will. Um, mm-hmm. the, the clubs certainly down in England would fancy it. Up here it would be different, I think they would, would be up for it. Would they not fancy Rangers, Celtic, up against an Arsenal, uh, Newcastle? I, th- I think we yeah. would, but I think that's attractive. Does, but down the road, no, I don't think. And you remember the Europa League, Paul? They, they really, they, again, they, they, that was viewed as an inconvenience. But then they, mm. when they made it a Champions League spot for the mm. winners, all of a sudden you yep. thought, all right, wait yeah. a minute. And, uh, you know, clubs started to take um, notice. Mm. And now you've got um, 
was at Arsenal's in the, the semi-final and yeah. uh, Man United mm-hmm. uh, are in a semi-final so the likes of Arsenal who are not going to make the top four yeah. this is a route for them into the, the Champions League and that's partly why they came out with the European plan because yeah. they need to have Manchester United the so-called biggest club in the world I don't mean so-called it is one of the biggest three along with Real and Benfica they have to have Man United in because of the worldwide reach of them Sean I think you've got something there though but I'm not sure if it is going to happen the one sure thing is change and money will drive it and with the size of the Celtic and the Rangers audiences worldwide, they've got an opportunity as things change. Oh, def- yeah. Sean? Definitely, but I can see something happening with uh, Marxes in the next couple of years. Even though the TV deals kind of mm-hmm. are running out in two or three years, I think something will happen. I think it'll has changed. It probably will be a British kind of cut. The league, I'm not too sure about, but I'm certainly not for Super League. That's just a no starter for me. I've said, I said that to you, I think it was Monday show or Tuesday yeah. show, but. Um, I, but I'm up for something because I would like to basically Aberdeen, Hibs and when Hearts get themselves back to um, themselves they're big big teams I think they deserve it because let's be honest Aberdeen see boss I've got to say it you might laugh me Aberdeen not a bigger club than Arsenal they've won European trophies Arsenal and that haven't they well, yeah, they're not bigger clubs, but they're um, yeah, they've got a great record there, winning the cup winners' cup. You know, yeah, bigger clubs, what, yeah. what, what do you base bigger clubs? Sure. And that's all. Back, that's yeah. all down to your opinion. Unless you're you know, out with you know your big seven or eight cl- clubs across Europe, what do, what do you base it on? Do you base it on fan base? Do you base it on income? You know, what is it based on previous success? Yeah. That that that's a matter of opinion or, or something yeah. like that. Sure. What was your other point, Sean? Um, on a point, um, I'm looking forward to Sunday. Uh, hopefully, get a good wee win, and I can celebrate on Monday with a nice wee pint and in the pub. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's right. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, outside, is that from Monday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. from Monday. Oh, the cafes yeah, and the bars though, in the West End will be oh, all the big foo. I'll lie down on Monday. Where are you heading, Sean? So I can avoid it. I mean, sorry, so we can. I'm kidding. I'm winding you up, Sean. I might head to. Um, Either the yeah. Westbourne yeah. in Carn uh, type or the Town Tavern. Right, okay. <laughs> We're getting Sean's itinerary here for the weekend. It will be great to see people back out and about again and uh, socially distanced, but we've missed it, haven't we? Yeah, it's been a. Well, definitely, definitely missed yeah. it. So, yeah, I've seen, seen talking about pints, oh. right? I've said it on. I've said it on. Hold on a minute. Barry Ferguson was going to get a, a moment. No, just let yeah, Sean yeah. on you go. <laughs> Fire away, Sean. You're doing well. I'm, um, I know I like to talk, right? Um, but see, to be honest, why why over something that's happened like over 20, 30 years ago, still holding his back for having a pint in Ibrox and Parkhead and Aberdeen and all? How do they not actually bring alcohol back into Scottish football? Well, that's a that's a long and difficult one. It goes back many many years ago, Sean, when there were real problems before your time, Mark, yeah, well, for my eight, time. Yeah, eighty-one I, cup final. Yeah, it was, yeah. and it just was not a, a spectacle we'd ever want to see again. And then they had to pull back on that on alcohol. And I know it happens in the rugby, and not with the football. And I I do know what you're saying. It's a bit like saying standing areas in the grounds as well. So for a long time, that was absolutely no. But that's it, it's coming back again to be trialled, isn't it? And some have got yeah. some at Celtic and getting some at Rangers as well. I don't see but why it can't be trialled again. Um, I mean, I've took my, my two boys down to, mm-hmm. they like to go and visit like different stadiums um, down in England. Um, and at half time, you can go down in a concourse and have a have a beer and, and chat amongst the your, yeah. own, your own fans. Mm-hmm. And I quite like that. Um, so hopefully, it's something in time that we can maybe get back. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, Sean, what's your prediction for Sunday? What do you reckon? Hey, well, I, say, I say to James, I'm going 3 or 4 on Sunday. I think Rangers have got to go all out for it on Sunday. You think so? Yeah. Yep, definitely. And because it's a night game, that usually brings a wee bit more atmosphere. So uh-huh. yeah. I am going 3 or 4 nil for Sunday. 3 or 4 nil. And uh, the other matches, who do you think is going to go through? Who, what do you think the pathway is going to be? Aberdeen or Dundee United? Who do you reckon? Uh, I'll go for Aberdeen. Aberdeen. And Hibs Motherwell? I'll go for Hibs Going for the Hibs And Kelly against St Mirren I'm actually got to go For we Ali team I'm got to go for St Mirren You're going for St Mirren She'll be happy with that Sean listen Thanks very much for joining us With a real tour de force there Around uh, European British football He makes some good points though So uh, sorry you didn't get on Talk Sport But we got on here today (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell Jim White later We're taking (laughs) I was going to ask him Who does he prefer Jim White or Paul Cooney Oh uh, is he away? Oh, uh, no, he's gone. Paul, uh, <laughs> Paul White. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Thanks very much. I still keep in touch with Jim, as you know. We work together, you know, at STV. He was oh, he's, he's, oh, he's on fire just now. Yeah, four isn't or five he? weeks ago, yeah. He's, isn't he he's amazing? A legend. The legend best contact book I've ever seen. Aye. Honestly, Mark. Aye, Maybe even brilliant. better than yours. He's amazing. <laughs> he's and the thing is, everyone, they all love him, don't they? The Aye. managers and all that, Aye, like Jim. And, yeah. And the thing sure. I like about him, too, is you say, I know you're, you're tight with him, Paul, but any time. Always helpful as well to others. Yeah. You know, any time you'd, you'd pick up the phone, ask for a wee bit of help or a wee steer or put a word there or, or whatever, sure, he, he's uh, he's good and he's, he's, as you say, his contacts and different things he does for charity, getting yep. signed jerseys mm-hmm. and all that. No, he's, he's, uh, He's well, re- he's well respected, and he's been fantastic for Sky Sports. He's been a great, a great yeah. asset to Sky Sports. Yeah, he fires yep. on some amount of makeup. Didn't <laughs> 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 well, I told you that he used to do it. See, after Sky Sports, there's nothing, nothing there. You find it, you get a bit of foundation. No, that was at Gogerburn this morning. Honestly, it was boiling this morning. Foundation, no way. Jim used to see after Scott Sport. We would go and get the makeup just, taken off. Jim would get more on because <laughs> we'd go out. Anyway, Jim, Jim White, Nick, and Jerry make knees blusher. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's bring it back to today into this weekend. We're just jealous. I wish it his bank balance, eh? And I'm looking at you, Barry. I'll look at Mark, right. maybe. Oh, oh Whitey, it must be oh, taste. Right we'll get him if the right boogie now. bus goes to London. We'll invite him out. Aye. And, Aye. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Jim, okay. and, Jim and Alan Brazil. <laughs> yeah. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. A Friday feel here on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. On Wednesday, that was still the talking point about the European League, mm. which has crumbled. But they're going to come back in some form, aren't they? There's going to be change. Uh, Mark, were you su- you'd be pleased, I would imagine. And were yeah. you surprised at the outpouring right across football? Uh, do you know we were on here Monday night and we still weren't getting yeah. the full flavour no. of it I think well I certainly was sitting here Monday night thinking this, this is a goal no, you yeah. Ed Woodward resigning from, from UEFA mm. and all the things like well there's a determination there you know the money that, were been, been, that was being mentioned you know each club getting hundreds and hundreds of millions of uh, pounds that was even before they'd even negotiated the, the TV deal so that would all come and talk with that um, as well but now being able to reflect on it Paul uh, I have to say I think Gary Neville really set a narrative on Sunday afternoon on Sky when the story broke um, because he absolutely lacerated everyone, including his former club, Manchester United. Now, had Gary Neville gone on on Sunday and said, um, well, you know, th- this is interesting, let's see what it's about, let's see the bullet points, what's in it for the smaller clubs, is there money trickling down, could be good. Gary would think, well, good, I can get a 
TV gig on this new league. It's, you know, you never know. Was, but yep. he absolutely leathered mm. the process, and I think it set the agenda. And the the most pleasing thing at the whole seventy two hours afterwards was to see the football fan. You're, and I don't mean basic foot, but you know what I mean. You're, 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 the yep. lifeblood of every club, your season ticket holder, your fan. To a man, woman, and child, every one of them slaughtered it, it and did. they left the clubs in absolutely no doubt yep. that this is a non starter. It, it just showed you the disconnect from the board level to the fans, Mark. Aye. It, it, that, that was a, that's what astonished me. And then, obviously, watching that, I went back home and watched the Leeds game and the Liverpool game. I mentioned this on Wednesday, and Jurgen Klopp getting interviewed, didn't know anything about it. The most important people at a football club's manager, players, and the fans. Mm-hmm. And for them to go behind their back, I thought it was it was disrespectful to them. But listen, they get found out, and we I agree with Mark. Listen to Gary Gary Neville's interview; it was just passionate. He's involved at Salford in League Two. Yeah, um, he's he's still involved. I know he's a, a pundit, but he was clear he made a lot of money out of football. Manchester United is a football club; he, he makes a lot of money mm-hmm. as a pundit. But I thought it was different class, and it just grew and grew and grew, and thankfully. The club's made the right decision and pulling out. I, I tell you what, I'm sorry, Paul. To interrupt. What I tell you, what you would do if I'm Manchester United now. I would honestly, seriously be considering making him the club's next yeah. chief executive. Yep. Honestly, oh, yeah. absolutely, honestly, Paul. He's a businessman. Mm-hmm. I heard him on the telly yeah. night as well. Talk about mm-hmm. he must get 600 employees. Trying yes, to keep I heard them, him. That's right. Um, yep. And work. Um, he knows his football. He's statesman-like. Um, and Man United um, Ed Woodward. That's another good thing that's come out of it uh, for them. Ed Woodward's on his way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, mm. I, I seriously, Gary yeah. Neville yep. would be an, a first cha- first class chief executive for Man United. Because his time at Valencia was short, and it wasn't a great time for yeah. him. That that is a I really good shout. He's not he's not yeah, a manager. Yeah. He knows yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. he does accept that. He accepts the manager routes. No, for him, mm. he's went down a different route. He's a club owner. He's a pundit, and he knows the game inside out. And I, I honestly enjoy listening to him. He speaks sense. He's a real football person. Did and you enjoy it, playing against him? Yeah, no, listen, he was a top player. You don't yeah. win that many trophies uh, and play for that length of time what at Manchester like United. To come up against then, the yeah, two listen, of you. He was, he yeah. was aggressive. Mm-hmm. He was a real aggressive player. Top right back, Gary Neville. No doubt about it. Yep, the brothers, Phil went to Everton. But that's a great shout. That would, because change is coming. And somebody just showed you some fan power there. What we did here with Lord Willie the other evening is, and we know it, the players, there's too much money going. To the players, and we're talking here at the top of the pyramid of the huge clubs. I mean, what bail six hundred thousand uh, a week? Uh, De Bruyne, who has negotiated his own deal, almost yeah. four hundred thousand a week. Um, Where does it stop? Well, this is the problem. It's obscene, actually. Isn't None it? of it's obscene. Yeah. It really is. It, De, it is. Yeah. De Bruyne signed a three-year extension. What age is he? Twenty-seven. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. he'll yeah. want to negotiate an 18 month time mm-hmm. a new yeah, contract so where do you go for 400 grand a week I know and what can you do with 500 it? Yeah. 600 Aye. where does it stop and then Wally made a good point Gareth Bale 600 grand a week happy to sit on the bench great golfer yeah. I mean fantastic player but at Real Madrid they, they didn't want to play him there for a couple of years but Mark exactly where's it going to stop but you I, know? I, I can remember you talking about Gary Neville and I was lucky enough to go down and cover a number of Man United's Champions League games you know more than 20 years ago when Sir Alex mm-hmm. was at the helm and, and watching that team you know we had Roy Keane and yeah. Peter Schmeichel and Scholes um, Scholes yeah. Giggs yeah. Um, Cole and, and, and York Van Nistelrooy anyway yeah. what's my point my point is I remember that Roy Keane um, was in, in, in contract negotiations with Man United so you're talking mid to late 90s yeah. and 
it was real hot topic at the time they, they had a choice of a number of clubs in Europe anyway he became the first 50 grand a week player wow. in the UK mm-hmm. that, that was well, the, he- that was the was he? Yeah. he was the first guy in the UK to get the 50 grand a week and it was a massive thing but well man you had to go to 50 that's yeah. what kind of message just what we're talking now will somebody mm-hmm. go to 500 now now we're talking about two, three, four hundred grand a week contract mm-hmm. for average now Roy Keane as you know was top yeah. top 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 player mm-hmm. 50 grand a week and that's what 20 22, 23 years ago they were talking about that Phenomenal We're going to continue the conversation and take more of your calls and we're on the socials at Go Football Show 0808 17 17 700 You know the number The Go Radio Football Show Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from 5 Breaking news The officials of the 14 other clubs just looking at the news breaking the 14 Premier League clubs not involved in the Super League breakaway movement earlier in the week This is in England They want the removal of the chairman and the chief executive's of the other six clubs. So I take it that would mean, you know, the people right at the top at Man United, uh, Edward Wood has gone already. Mark, yeah. that breaking news, that is quite dramatic. So that's the likes of Everton, Leicester, other huge clubs saying, we want the chairman and the chief execs to go. Yeah, that's it. Soriano at Man City, uh, Hogan yeah. at Liverpool, um, Levy at Spurs, uh, Bruce Bucks, the chairman at, at, at Chelsea. So you think of that, they've not, Messed about, and they will be able to, to to put that through. How do they how do they enforce um, something like that? But at least they've, they've put it out there, Paul, that they're they're unhappy. The fourteen other clubs um, to be treated in this manner, and you can see their point of view. Do you, do you honestly think that the the chairman and the board at these six clubs can go forward? I think the fans will drive them out. Mm. The the issue might be who's not the owners. Such, yeah. yeah, but who replaces them? The problem yeah. is who mm. can buy. The likes of a yeah. Liverpool or a, you know any of yeah. them, Chelsea. I, I think they try and ride the storm and, and, and yeah. bear in mind there's, there's no fans. It's different. If see if there's fans in the grounds, mm-hmm. but I think they could they've been facing a real tough time and they probably wouldn't go to any mm. uh, home games. Um, there's only a f- you know three or four weeks of the season left. They might try and ride the storm, but it, it depends. Look, we saw we saw fan power yep. in the past seventy two sure uh, yep. hours. So mm-hmm. look, who's to say that if they really want change? If if they don't see um, some t- yeah. some form of contrition, um, then you know they may well they may well go after their, their, their owners and the the high agents. Let's come back home. Let's go back on the lines. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi the Friday evening on Go Radio. And Ryan has called in a St Johnson fan. Ryan, good evening. Good evening. How are you doing, guys? You all good? Good. Yeah, so you're a cup specialist almost, aren't you, with the League Cup tucked away? Uh, Sean was saying earlier we should scrap the League Cup and do, uh, you know, a, a, a British Cup. I'm sure that wouldn't have too many fans in Perth. No, definitely not. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the history of the, of the Cup, it's the, that's, that's the, that is the beauty of any Cup. Yeah. You know, you can knock out anybody. It's a one-game thing, you know? And it's proven that Johnson's won the Scottish Cup and the League Cup, so yep. it could happen to any club. It's certainly been a purple patch, hasn't it, for St Johnson when you think about it? Not that long ago, you were out of the Premier League for quite some time, and you're back, you know, under Tommy Wright, you did so well, you're doing so well now under Callum Davidson. What are you thinking for this weekend? You're up against the hot favourites, Rangers. Yeah, I'll be a, I think it'll be a tough game. Um, I was glad we took a point the other night. Mm. I thought we maybe just would have sneaked it there maybe with another penalty shout but hey ho not to be yeah. um, but this will be a different I know this will be a different test I mean Rangers will bring back their Morelos their Kents Davis probably will probably get a full so uh, 
ah, if we can sneak a goal, a 1-0 victory, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, but you must have a lot of confidence as well. I would think at St. Johnson, Mark. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was at the game on, on on Wednesday night, and St. Johnson were were more than worthy of the point. And, and Stephen Gerrard admitted that himself um, after the game. I thought the the tempo that, that St. Johnston set was 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 terrific. They, they really got at Rangers, didn't allow them um, to settle. Um, but then, as Ryan says, you know, Rangers had you know left a couple of their main players out, brought them on. Uh, Joe Aribo again, just let them uh, is, is just just terrific. And I was really impressed again. Just watched them with uh, Glenn Kamara. I mean, mm. okay, we know he's a top player, yeah. but he's just something you just you're what you think. Wow, a top player. But for for St. Johnson, as, as Ryan will know, they don't concede many goals. I think you know six clean sheets the last. Nine games not conceded more than than one goal um, in, in probably two or three months, so it will be a big test on Sunday. But you know, with with Liam Gordon, Jason Kerr, and Jamie McCart at the back, and Sander Clark behind them, then you know St John's will go there um, with a bit of confidence. But obviously, they're against the champions, they're against Rangers who haven't lost in nineteen games at Ibrox uh, this season. Phenomenal uh, record, um, and you would have to fancy. Uh, Rangers to win the game but St Johnston there's no doubt as we could see from the evidence of Wednesday night will make it a difficult tie for them Yep that four that Mark just mentioned need to be on their game and, and Sunday there's no doubt about it I've got to be honest with you I'm a huge admirer of St Johnston certainly over the last couple of months I've seen him at the start of the season and I'll be honest with you I was worried um, but listen Callum Davison's obviously worked very hard on the training ground um, he's got a certain way of playing and I think St Johnson are a good team what really impressed me on Wednesday night was the, the work ethic of them mm-hmm. um, they worked so so hard they put so much in and, and they did they did deserve the point in, in Wednesday night so listen it's, it's not going to be easy for Rangers but if Rangers are firing on all cylinders and they're bang at it Rangers should be too strong but it's not going to be an easy game that, that's for sure St Johnson will come and, and make it hard for Rangers get men behind the ball try and frustrate them and um, as long as they can but for me if you're asking my honest opinion if Rangers are really at it they should win the game Ryan who are the it's not a team of superstars but there's a lot of talent in your team who yep. who should we look out for? Like McCann, McCann. Starts. Yeah. say that yeah. again the, the line went funny it's McCann because Barry mentions him every week he is fantastic sorry and yeah, Melamed listen yeah. see, if I, see if I'm at a bigger club I'm watching him week in week out I like him mm-hmm. uh, again watched him closely after the show went home and watched the game um, couldn't believe my son paid 17.50 to watch is that much watch it was Johnson Johnson <laughs> TV um, but anyway that's another thing but and again he impressed me yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was up against obviously He's captain, he's, yep. his national team, Stevie Davis So it was a, a good test for him And again, he impressed me Physically, he's getting stronger each time I watch him um, And if he continues this, this what development What kind of transfer value would you put on him, Barry? Roughly if you're, if well, you're... St Johnson, see if you look back St Johnson have never been hard to really deal with If a player um, is doing well uh, They don't really... So hold out for crazy money so they're letting um, people go too cheaply no, in the past I, I wouldn't say too cheaply no. but listen I think St Johnson are realistic in terms of they're, they're, they're going to be a selling club and yeah. if they feel that a player can go to the next level they'll not be hard to deal with um, but for me look you're looking at a million pound I, I agree you're yeah. looking at a million pound for mm. the young lad he's an international now Yep, he's playing um, I think it's the last three or four games he's started yeah. for Northern Ireland I think he's got a big future Um 
And if I'm a, a manager at a, a top club, I'm keeping my, my eyes on him. I think he can go to the next level. And Ryan, did you say Melamed as well? But he's not guaranteed a place, is he? Yeah, he's, he's not. And it's crazy because if you've seen his goals, I mean, he's just an out-and-out striker. He's like a Lee Griffiths. He's, you know, he's not in that comparison, but... Yeah, he scores goals every time he's on the pitch. So why he doesn't get games, I, I don't know. I mean, there's always this thing similar with the Griffiths. He's, he's not fit enough or he's not fitting in or uh, Chris Kane's better fitted. But mm-hmm. me, Melamed's doing it for me. He's scored every, nearly every time that he's, he's played or he sets up a goal. So he's, he's better in the team than he is out the team. Mm-hmm. I tell you another player who, but Liam Craig. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but uh, again, watch the... The, the game in Wednesday and he impressed me Aye. I don't know but what age is Liam Craig 34 34 still yeah, boring wow. Pro, brilliant I mean he's been Brilliant. there for years I know he had that um, hips and hips, yep. Yep, yep. Yep. for two or three years uh, but Liam Craig 34 a real leader in that St Johnson team Ryan what would you say about Liam Craig yeah he's, he's an absolute masterclass of what he does he's been there for many years I've met, I've met him quite a few times myself um, I remember even the first time he was on loan and his first game was against Hamilton and he had an absolute nightmare and I tell you this this is no word of a lie we were shouting abuse at him how rubbish he was and his wife and his kids were sitting directly behind us oh, no. oh dear <laughs> but you know we were uh, fans you know yeah, yeah indeed do, but indeed. you know what he never, he never looked back after that uh, and he's been there ever since and what a player what, what a servant to our club I so, think you know, the, the, yeah. the one thing you could see Ryan and Barry's mentioned there the, the effort that's one thing you can tell that every player is enjoying themselves mm. at the club there's a good uh, spirit they want to do well for Callum Callum's backroom staff as well the way he assembled it very important Stephen McLean and Alec Cleland as, as, as Barry knows mm. um, two former Rangers uh, guys and, and they're, they're, they're terrific and you can just see they're a well coached and well drilled team there's a lot of effort goes in day to day to what they've got to try and achieve um, yep. on and a Saturday you, you can see there's a real togetherness with them that definitely they, they go out there and they fight and they scrap for each other but that's the biggest thing mm. that, that jumped out at me was the amount of effort they yep. put into it and you put effort with quality yep. you've got a good chance anything could happen Rangers undefeated domestically Ryan so did you say one goal in it who's going to score what do you think I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the goal but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go one nil but and you know what Rangers are like I mean they're undefeated and, and, and fair sure. credit to them they've, they've been absolutely on flying they're just unstoppable but as, you, as I said before it's a cup okay. game anything can happen Who's your scorer then? Melamed Melamed Thanks for the call The Go Radio Football Show Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from 5 This weekend Scottish Cup quarterfinals Hibs against Motherwell tomorrow Sunday afternoon 2.30 Aberdeen against Dundee United and at 6.30 Rangers against St Johnson Then Monday Kilmarnock against St Mirren Kilmarnock one of the best uh, runs they've been on Barry looks as though they're finding their way out of the relegation zone Yeah what a signing Kyle Lafferty's been um, that's 10 goals in, in 6 games um, and, and, and Kyle, yeah, yeah. Kyle's got it in him mm. look I, I played him when he was um, when Rangers signed him from Burnley you could see he had potential there um, for me he's had far too many clubs I think Kyle's 33 and he's had about 13 or 14 clubs now, I, I think it's about time he's at an age where he needs to settle down and I think he, he's found a, a happy home in, in Kilmarnock um, he's doing what he does best and that's score goals and I did say a couple of weeks ago that I thought he would fire them away for the relegation zone I know that's going into the, the, the cup Monday but I sure. think hmm. Kilmarnock have got enough um, 
with Kyle Lafferty up, up front scoring goals to get out the relegation battle Can your hometown team still do the Houdini act? Can Aki's I hope, I hope yeah. so um, It's down to them in Ross yep. County uh, Three games to go Listen, Hamilton have done it in the past the last six or seven years I, I really hope so because um, as I said it's my hometown club yep. I always look out for Hamilton results and hopefully Brian Rice can uh, can keep them up but Scottish Cup weekend let's uh, talk about the Scottish Cup and let's talk about uh, what anything you want to and Craig has come on the line from Cumbernauld Craig good evening good evening uh, Paul uh, Barry Mark how are you doing uh, we're good I thanks how are you? do you have a good week do you have a good celebration after the match at the weekend I, I did hi good um, it was uh, I need to say I was very happy and listen you know the St Johnson yep. game midweek that was a that was just a build up to this anyway so you know, that never really bothered me. No. Um, but I was uh, I was phoning about the idea of this British Super League thing, and I know you had a previous call talking about oh. maybe a British Cup or that. Uh, for me, I'm totally against anything like that, because I think the fact is that over the last number of years in this country, more and more has been taken away, I feel, from fans of smaller clubs. And listen, I see this as a Rangers fan, mm-hmm. but it has been. I mean, I remember when I was a teenager, for example, you know, not too... Many years ago, um, when Barry was playing, you had the League Cup and the Scottish Cup both televised on terrestrial television. You had both cup finals. You knew you were going to get at least the two of them every year in the BBC or semis, quarters. Now you don't get the League Cup at all. That was that you know completely changed and has now went to Premier Sports as as the Scottish Cup. Although at least you still get a handful of games from that. Um, you have to pay three different. Uh, subscriptions to three different channels if you want to follow, you know, Scottish football for domestic yep. to Rangers and Celtic in Europe, um, and I think it's it's disgraceful the way that that has came about, and it has, in my opinion, been harmful for the smaller clubs. Um, and I think the opportunities for these clubs to win trophies realistically are limited to the League Cup and the, the Scottish Cup. So mm-hmm. if you created a British Cup, like a caller suggested, then and, and removed the League Cup, well, you're taking away a chance for other teams to, to win. I mean, you had a St. Johnston fan on before me. They mm. just won the League Cup there. Yep. A couple of years ago, they won the Scottish Cup. At one point, I know the last four years, obviously Celtic dominated, but if you exclude that, the first four five years that Rangers were out of the league, for example, you had a different name on at least one of the trophies mm. every season. So you had Inverness win the Scottish Cup, Ross County win the League Cup, St. Johnston, obviously, um, you know, yeah, St. Mary, sure. Hibs, it's fantastic stuff. Yeah. Why do we want to get rid of that? You know, what? Why do we want to to remove that? Personally, I think we should have more it on on free television. Like I say, with the league cup, let alone removing it. Mm-hmm. Does it? Is there a chance though that can push teams on to get better if they're in better competition? Mark that they could, you know, an Aberdeen could push for that. Hebs and maybe a St Johnson could get to the top echelons in Scotland and get into a British Cup. But you can hear a lot of people are against it here, aren't they? Uh, I, yeah. To be honest, I don't fancy a British Cup. I, mean, I said no. the only the only thing that I think would would stimulate clubs would be if they found a way yeah. to to, uh, to you know to make a Champions, Champions League, League. Yeah. available. But personally, I, I don't fancy it. I don't think it would really it would really um, it would really work the way it would it, it would be intended. But I, I do see something in um, a number of our clubs getting into League Two down the road and and, and starting something where it becomes. You know, it, it ends up morphing into a kind of you know a proper British league. You know, within seven, eight, nine, um, ten years, and and I don't just mean Celtic and Rangers. I mean open it right up. How many? 
as many as you want, Paul. Mm. I mean, as many as you want. You look at you look at our stadiums. Look at what what we've got here. You know why not Motherwell, St St Johnston, Hearts? Why not them all being given some kind of way? You're not going to tell me that the, the clubs are are, are um, smaller than than you look at some oh, of the sure. clubs down yeah. down the road. Yeah. You know who are the Bournemouth and all that who got to the Premier yeah, League so, for listen, years. So yeah. I, I think that's one way of of of. of, of well, I think that'd be really appealing. I think that could um, generate a, a really proper TV deal for Scottish football or Scottish football clubs. And your, your your lower league clubs uh, down the road because they don't really get a lot of finance, so that would really give whether it be a Sky or a BT or a Premier or whoever um, to come in and say, right, we're we're going to take a hold of this. We really fancy this. This has got four or five years of good legs, and then you would see how it would all take shape. But mm-hmm. I think there might be something, that, and I do know for sure, a hundred percent, there's been talks of that um, around that kind of setup, um, maybe about six seven years ago. There was chat of maybe five or six Scottish clubs finding a way into to, to League Two, new television deal, and seeing what happened what, from what, there. What would happen if five or six clubs went? What would happen? Where league up here? Well, it's the thing you'd need to you'd need to fit. I think that's why you'd need to find a way for it for it all to to come together at some mm. stage. Yeah, you know, and and have like a proper British leagues, and I don't mean just one league with Celtic Rangers. Actually. Just a British league. Now, how, how, where, where all the clubs start and how that's fought, I don't know. Because as you pointed out to me uh, earlier on the night, um, you know you've got your national league down the road, yeah, you're covered the Lowland mm-hmm. League, and sure. you've got all them. Yeah, so I don't think they would kill those clubs yeah. off. But they've got a great pyramid system down in England, uh, where there's promotion and relegation, and I, I don't think the clubs down there would accept mm-hmm. clubs from up here going straight into League Two. And you hear Craig's point about the League Cup; it's a great chance for yeah, clubs Craig that are not going to win the league. Their, uh, yeah. Like St Johnson, like Cali Thistle, mm-hmm. um, teams like that winning that, that that's fairy tale mm-hmm. stuff. St Mirren have won it in you know, recent yep. years. Livingston not that long ago. Yeah, we can go on and on. It's fairy tale stuff for these clubs mm-hmm. um, to win um, a major cup in, in their, their own country. Um, look, I, I'm all for just playing your bread and butter, mm-hmm. your league, playing your league, challenge for your cups. Um, I'm with Craig. Listen, I'm all for trying to like, make football better, but I, I just don't see how it would work with us five or six clubs going down to England. Because um, I, I know for a fact the conference, and you've got Conference North, co- Conference South, they'll not accept. They'll not accept people going into League Two. Mm-hmm. Craig, yeah, listen, I, I think um, you know, Mash, you can, you know, if you take the leagues like that, you know, what happens to the smaller clubs? What happens to Hamilton Aggies? What happens to? to Airdrie Clyde or what happens to Kelty Hearts for example you know what I mean these are the teams we cannot just leave behind um, and, and as I say you know, I feel like part of the reason we're, we're having these conversations um, is because I think this season especially of all seasons um, the, the football authorities I think have let the fans down badly you know we are in a, a season like no other you know with this pandemic people can't go to the grounds mm-hmm. um, and our FA and the SPFL have given nothing to fans their appreciation for the money they're still pumping into the game, mm-hmm. whether that be buying club season ticket passes, whether that be um, buying the television subscriptions you need to buy. They've had nothing back, and like I say, I, I don't understand why. You know, it could have been something as simple as the, the SPFL going to Premier Sports and going, "Listen, mm-hmm. see for this season because of everything that's going on, can we do the same deal that we've got with the Scottish Cup, with the the League Cup, yep. and try and do something, just something, but we've had nothing." And the smaller clubs are the ones suffering. I mean, I'm a Rangers fan. We won the league. 
So it probably not, you know, doesn't carry much weight coming to a Rangers fan. Yep. But I think it is the lifeblood of the game. And these teams that come into the SPL, mm. you know, it is fairy tale stuff for a Hamilton Ackies. Um, Youth Academy player For example He come through Into the first team And be able to play Four games a season Against Rangers or Celtic And travel to Celtic Park And Ibrox And we're proposing We should just take that Away from them I, I, I just don't think It's right or, or, or fair And I think it would Massively Financially harm Clubs in this country Because you take Rangers and Celtic At Plus yep. Aberdeen and Hibs They're the big teams That draw the money For the television companies So yep, you remove yeah. that Teams are going to go out of business. And Craig, you know your, your points are good, and, and and you know as much as I'm talking about new setups, I'm not saying that I actually want now. I'm just saying I know it's discussions. I know that could be a feeling out there. But seeing I look at Scottish football, I'm 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 proud of it, mm-hmm. Paul. You know I yep. like Scottish football. I love our top flight setup. Love it, I, th- yeah. I think the split is brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know the, the competition it creates mm-hmm. at the bottom end and at the top end. We've got some fantastic clubs, good people um, in the game trying their best. Um, so no, listen, I really like. Um, Scottish football I, I just wish that the the clubs had had uh, greater finances I wish they had better of television course. deals yeah. you know, I wish they, all do. they deserve it yeah. they deserve better that's television deals that's the problem deals. with too yeah, small is, a market is that yeah. the, for the yeah. powers above to go and drive a better TV deal because I think we've got a good product sure. up here well we need it's, the disruptors now to change uh, the model we just don't, don't get enough many money many times I've said this yep. Paul I would rather watch mm. a Scottish Premier League game than I would an English Premier League game mm. Craig, before you go, what's your scoreline Sunday night? St. Johnson Rangers. Hey, I think it'll be a tight one. St. Johnson, good team. Yep. I reckon but it'll be a 2-1 Rangers. 2-1. Um, I can definitely see them scoring. Maybe Kino's a bit of a fright, but I think we've got enough in the tank to, to get through them. Craig, thanks very much for phoning Glasgow's own Go Radio. Cheers, Craig. 0808 17 17 700. Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, Paul Cooney. Let's go on to the lines now uh, to Glasgow and Deniston. And Laurie is on the line, the Celtic fan. Laurie, good evening. Hey, panel, good evening. I, yeah. I, can I address my comments to uh, Mark uh, and Barry? Uh, Mark, firstly... A long time since I spoke to you, big man. I know, Laurie, how are you? Uh, same same I, voice, different pretty, station. Nice to hear you. I, I'm doing pretty good, big fella. And Barry, can I say to you, I, as a salesman, I used to work in Birkinshaw Retail Park, and me and my big mate, Frank McDougall, were regular visitors to Gary Olas in Huntington. <laughs> and uh, we used to enjoy the company of Craig Moore, Charlie Muller, and Dirk White. Good memories from those days, Barry. Yeah, I can't remember much about that. <laughs> <laughs> can remember getting in, but can't remember coming out. <laughs> That's a anyway, famous guys, voice, that. My point this yeah. evening. Yeah. Uh, my point this evening, guys, is, uh, and I, I realise I'm probably in a very uh, slim minority, but to me, football's all about rivalry and tradition. Yeah. And I'm absolutely delighted that the Jam Tarts are back in the top flight in Scotland mm. because those games. As, as, what it's all about, as far as I'm concerned. Celtic playing hearts four times a season. There's an electric atmosphere, it's an intense rivalry. Uh, and I realise that there's probably a lot of uh, mutual dislike between uh, the supporters of both teams. But to me, that game whets the appetite as a Celtic season ticket holder. Is that your favourite match out with Celtic Rangers? Without a doubt. Right. I, without a doubt. The, the atmosphere is just absolutely... Uh, yeah. Electric ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, no disrespect to Hamilton Ackies and Ross County, right? If they remain in the top flight, understand it's in merit, yeah. right? And understand it's no also on sentiment. 
But for me, there are three games in the season. There's six fixtures at Celtic Park that set my pulses racing. Mm-hmm. The two against Rangers, two against the Bernian, and two against Hearts. So I welcome them back. I'm so delighted that they're coming back to the top flight. The panel starts. Okay, Barry. I've got to agree on Look, yeah. I used to go, go through and watch Hearts when my, when my, my brother signed there. Did um, oh, Yep, through my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, Hearts, fantastic place to actually go and play as well. My favourite away ground. Loved going to Tynecastle. The fans are right on top of you. They can basically touch you. Um, but no, I, I'm delighted Hearts are back. Hearts for me, I'll be honest with you, are the third biggest club in Scotland. A few of them probably did try to touch over the years, Barry. Yeah, at, do at more in touch. Yeah, <laughs> do more in touch. Believe me. Yeah, third biggest club in the country. Do you agree with that, Mark? I, I mean, it's hard to argue with that. You know, their, their, their fan base, their, their facility. Um, I think you know certainly with, with what Laurie's. Um, saying uh, I think they're an excellent addition I have to be honest Paul, they should never have been put down in the first place yeah, what happened to I them last season the circumstances that whole voting uh, debacle with, and uh, Thistle, with Dundee and Partick Thistle it, it was an absolute disgrace what what happened um, last season but, but, but they're back I am glad that they're going to accept the trophy tomorrow I didn't want to see them not accept it um, I thought that would have been petty so I'm glad that they have um, taken it and uh, I hope that that Robbie Nielsen and Lee McCulloch and Gordon Forrest, the, the coaching staff there as well, get a fair crack of the whip because their remit is to get them up. The same as Dundee United last season. Dundee United weren't always pretty last season. Lost a couple of games that they shouldn't have lost, but they got there. Your job is get us up into the into the division. It's not easy. Look at Dundee, who often they try mm-hmm. look at Dunfermline, yep. who often they. It's not an easy thing to do. Inverness. So um, I hope that they're just allowed to go and rebuild during the summer. And they'll have to rebuild. Uh, they'll need to bring in six or seven right good players but it's great to see them it's great to see them back you know Hearts v Rangers Hearts v Celtic yeah. mm-hmm. at Tynecastle mouth watering and mm-hmm. that's a better fixture for you than say Celtic Aberdeen Laurie for me personally Paul it yeah. is because you've got an intercity rivalry there yeah. uh, that doesn't exist between Celtic and Aberdeen I do enjoy that fixture also but I can't really I you know, uh, get that enthusiastic mm-hmm. uh, about Celtic and Aberdeen mm-hmm. is what I can with Celtic and Hearts uh, or Celtic and Hibs or Celtic and Rangers. Mm-hmm. I, and the Hibs thing, is it the colour of the jersey uh, that gets you going, Laurie? Is it, the, is it just the, well, the way well, they play I over the years? It's just the, it's the, the intensity of the rivalry, Paul. And I also understand, I recognise, and I freely concede a lot of that is the entirely healthy. Uh, I've got ah. to be honest about that. Uh, but uh, yeah. that probably, uh, you know, uh, intensifies things sure. for me as a Celtic fan. So, Laurie, uh, as a Celtic as a, fan, Celtic are yep. Rangers. Yep, we've spoken to you many times over the years, Laurie. What's going to happen? What do you want to see happen at Celtic? And I'm talking about the management now. So, Dominic Mackay started on Monday. He is a first-class individual. I know him, really talented person. What about the football side? What would you do? I do not know Dominic Mackay, Paul, and I cannot purport to speak for other Celtic supporters. Mark's known me for many, many years, and when I come on programmes, I I just tell it like it is. I don't attempt to ingratiate myself with anybody to score brownie points. In answer to your question, my concern is that Eddie Howe is going to be appointed manager I've got a lot of reservations about that because to me, Eddie Howe is a guy uh, who is a champion of mediocrity. I realise that he was manager of Bournemouth, but 
and five seasons when he was in charge of Bournemouth, his best performance was ninth. The rest of the time, uh, his team scattered relegation. Uh, anyhow, to me, uh, he's been hailed in a lot of circles as being an exponent of expansive football. Well, you know what, that concerns me. Whenever I hear somebody been hailed as an exponent of expansive football, to me, what it says is that there's somebody that wants to play football on the front foot, but they forget about defence, they forget about the physicality of the game. Mm-hmm. I, 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 aesthetically pleasing, it's easy in the eye, I, but not for me. I, I think Celtic need to set their sights higher than the likes of Eddie Howe. Who would you go for, I, though? I think Ro- it's likely that he's going to be the manager. But, Laurie, who, who is, you know, you're saying set your sights high. I, I, I've, I've got concerns about him as well, but who is a realistic option that's better than Eddie Howe? I really don't know, Mark, to be quite truthful with you. I, I mean, I suppose that the other option, at the other end of the, the scale, I, would be Roy Keane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he has, he's got a reputation for volatility. Uh, and I don't know uh, that he has uh, a modern-style appointment. I know he would come in uh, and he would put a rocket under a lot of backsides. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the modern game, I think, is to be, uh, uh, you know... Uh, Compatible uh, with, with the players. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, in answer to your question, Mark, I really don't know. All I do know, big fella, is that for me, Eddie Howe would have been my preferred choice. I think that was the phrase of the evening, wasn't it? A champion in of mediocrity. mediocrity. Yeah, yeah. Good, a good phrase from uh, Laurie. Laurie. Nice to hear from yeah. you, Laurie. Laurie, thanks for calling. Go. Cheers. Thanks very much. We're back after this. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. The Goal Radio Football Show. Why was Neymar wearing a kilt today at training? Mark Guini knows everything that's going on behind the scenes. Mark, what's the latest? Well, I don't want to say too much, but there could be a big transfer happening. <laughs> if Kelty if Kelty hats are allowed up. <laughs> just watch this space keep an eye on Barry Ferguson Mark Guidi Paul Cooney give us a call 08 08 17 17 700 Scottish Cup final quarter weekend looking Great forward ties, to the matches aren't they yeah, really good games coming ties. up Sunday and Hibs yep. Motherwell Kilmarnock St Monday finish it all off and, and Monday night really good quarter final lineups. get your predictions shortly Barry and Mark going to take more calls in a moment or two let's hear from James Tavernier who's speaking about where he loves playing in football and it's not at the back Well, it will come very shortly. Um, I've always wanted to play up front. I mean, you know, I keep on saying to the gaffer and the shooting drills, I've always wanted to play up front. But, you know, Nathan has been a credit to himself. He's been working extremely hard and I've been really proud to see the progress that he's been developing uh, this season. He's, he's set himself a, a great standard now and he's just got to keep his head down and keep training really hard. But, you know, going forward, that's obviously the gaffer's decision. If anything, if you want to include us both, but... I'll be definitely available to play up front. Is Tavernier getting a wee bit fed up hearing about Nathan Patterson, Barry Ferguson? What's the inside? Well, well it's, it's nice to hear him that he, he's proud to see how yeah. well Nathan Patterson's done, but believe me, inside him, he'll be worried. He'll be worried because mm. he's seen how well he's done, um, how he's produced some top performances, uh, and he'll know he'll, he'll, um, he'll have to perform himself at a high level. And if he doesn't, he's got a young lad and Nathan Patterson who can come in no problem at all and play in the Rangers team um, so going forward once Nathan comes back off his ban it'll be interesting to see 
um, what way the, the manager goes. And interesting what he was saying about playing up front. I don't know if he was at the wind up there. I think Paul. he was. It was good yeah. though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, listen. Um, look, the amount of goals he scored this season. He could. He yeah. could. Yeah. Um, I know quite a few of them have been pe- uh, penalties. But when he goes in at that back post, um, he scored a few goals there. He scored a, a few top class free kicks. Um, and uh, I'll go back to what I said earlier on in the season. I'm delighted for James Tavernier because he came in for a lot of stick 18 months or so ago. Mm. And it would be easy for a player to go and hide in the background and, and no make himself available. He always stood at the front. He always made himself available to play. And... Um, his performances this season he's became a real leader um, and he's he's captain Rangers to the title and the rest is history 20 points clear of Celtic they both dropped points midweek uh, but Rangers the scorer Scott Wright yeah, Scott's done everything he's been asked to do whether that be in the gym whether it be to do with his, his diet whether it's to be on the training pitch and certainly in games in terms of taking information on board he's been the model professional I think he's showed a real good impact from the bench so far one of the games he started the Cove I thought you know I think he might have even got man of the match in the game there was a strong performance and again the other night in flashes he showed the reason why we've tried to bring him in here he's exciting he's quick he can create, he can score. Very excited to have him here. He's certainly pushing for a starting place at the weekend. Stephen Gerrard speaking about Scott Wright. Gary, a Rangers fans on the line. Good evening, Gary. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, good. How about you? How do you feel about Scott Wright? A decent start. Delighted. <laughs> it's just so good to have somebody that's actually going to push Ryan Kent now because mm-hmm. that wee dip he had, you know, about just before Christmas and stuff. Don't get me wrong, I know the guy puts 110 in every mm-hmm. shift, but... I think it's good now that he's going to have a bit of competition, a guy that can come in and he can produce. Mark, nothing beats competition, keeps you on your toes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, if they say Scott Wright, I thought his he's, he's finish was sublime um, on Wednesday night at McDermott Park. It was a beautiful uh, finish right into the corner, kept his composure, I think, as well, too, as Rangers countered attack on it. You know, he just held his run, created a nice angle to get the ball, and then, uh, you know, bent it into the, the corner. So, and you can hear. One thing that we've learned about Stephen Gerrard, is, uh, Gary, you'll know over the past two or three years, is that Stephen Gerrard will not wax lyrically about somebody unless they deserve it. And when you hear the way he's, he's spoken about about Scott Wright, and he's only worked with him for ten weeks or so, then he clearly thinks that he's got a a future that he's that he's a good professional. He's willing to listen. He's willing to learn. He's willing to to improve. And when the day comes that, that Rangers decide to cash in on, on Ryan Kent that as Gary's just said there they've got a ready made re- replacement mm. for him yeah but I thought it was a great bit of business from Rangers bringing him in um, at the end of January giving him that three four month period to let he, let him settle in get used to the surroundings get him used to the, the expectations and the demands that get put on you as a Rangers player and every time that I've seen him when he's come on off the bench he's made an impact the manager just mentioned there against Cove he was outstanding performer in that game and I thought he had quite a quiet game against St Johnson but his, his finish was like Ryan Kent-esque it was it was a great finish great bit of movement and I do believe in the future um, he could find his way into the, the starting 11 at Rangers obviously he's got a top player in front of him just now in Ryan Kent but that might pose the question if an offer comes in for Ryan Kent They've got a ready-made replacement for me and Scott right there. And he wasn't expensive, was he? No, I, I think it was a hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. one hundred, two hundred grand. So yeah, it's spot. amazing. Yeah, yes. so it's a great bit of business for Rangers. Um, How did they get him so cheap? Six he was months a, to go, Paul. Out of contract in the summer. 
Just checking so, um, you remembered. <laughs> but look, that's that's part of the, the recruitment. No, that's the recruitment's bad. been excellent yeah. at, uh, at Rangers. The, the recruitment has been first class. Yep. It's worked out really well. Right. And I read, I read an interview which I like. Ryan Kent's came. There's no doubt he's got great ability. But he's had, I think he's put on three or four kilos. He's doing mm-hmm. a lot of work in the gym. He knows he needs to strengthen up a bit. So he's willing to go and do that to make sure that he's got a real good chance of being a Rangers player. Gary, we're hearing uh, on the social series it's your birthday tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, you're looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, that's that, man. Uh, the missus just turned 30, so she just went out of the hill, you know what I mean? So she's been <laughs> in the hill for two years. Well, she speaks very highly of you, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Equality. I hope she's not listening, Gary. He is joking. Be, she'll be the ex-missus. Yeah. <laughs> she just corrected me. She's 29 years and 12 months. Yes. <laughs> so, Gary, <laughs> before you go off the phone and try and... Uh, what's your wife's name? It's Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Jack, Jack. Jack, Jack, Jack. <laughs> so, what did you call to say to Barry, Barry, and Mark, Mark? What's your point, point? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just phoning to say like he's kind of picked up on it. Uh, Stephen Gerrard speaks so highly of the players, you know, mm. like when he speaks to Glenn Kamara, he's a Rolls Royce. He talks about Parson as the future, a Scottish uh, right back mm-hmm. for Scottish football. I'm just wondering what you actually think of Calvin Bassey because I, I was quite excited about him when he came in, but. I don't know if he's trying too hard to now or what about it. Yeah, Barry. I'll be honest, I've not seen enough of him, mm-hmm. Gary. Um, the, the bits where I've seen, that there's no doubt physically, I mean, he's, he's, he's an athlete, there's no doubt about it. Um, so I would need to see him in more games, Gary, if I'm being honest with you. When he's come in, he's done, he's done well enough. Um, but I think you would need to see him for a... a a run of games 10, 15, 20 games before um, I could give you my honest opinion but there's clearly a, a player in there there's, there's no doubt about it I mean he came through the ranks at Leicester um, and, and obviously Steven Gerrard's picked, picked him up and he does think highly of him um, I know he's got a real good attitude he's always wanting to learn and, and stay yeah. behind in training um, and do that bit extra so when you've got a player like that willing to to do things like that, that he's got a real good chance of, of making it, but he's just not played enough. Mm-hmm. That that's the problem he's got. There's four centre, five centre backs yeah. at Rangers. Barisic has been outstanding at left back, so he's going to find it tough to get into the team. He's he's twenty he's twenty one, Gary. So you've got to give players time. You know, it's a it's a step up for him. Even though he was at Leicester City, he wasn't really involved. He's in the twenties. Yeah. So when you when you look at it, he's come in. He's made a a good contribution, a good solid contribution to Rangers when he's been asked. And, and as Barry said, you've just got to give these guys time because um, you've got a, a, a top fullback and um, Barisic there uh, already. But the good thing about again when you look at it. It's about forward planning. It's about having good players. So Calvin Bassey, he's there. Should a, a, a bid come in for, for Barisic, you've got a replacement. There's yep. no need to panic. You've got somebody that's bedded into the ways of the club, that knows the dressing room, that knows how to play in a particular formation, and he's comfortable. So you're always looking one step ahead. So when the, when the guy doesn't play, it's not because he's he's not. You've got to remember he's arrived. He's a 20 year old. He's now 21. It's a big big move for him. New surroundings. 
new teammates, new opposition. So I think all things considered, um, Bassi said has been more than decent. The, the good thing about him as well, look, he's a left back, but he can also play left centre half. Yeah. Um, he played against, I think it was Falkirk, Falkirk yeah. in the League Cup, and he, he done well uh, away at Falkirk. So listen, I, I think he's got a bright future. As I said, it, listen, it can become frustrating for a player when he doesn't get much a chance. But you've got to remember his age. He's moved from England he's got no family up yep. here so you need to give him a, a bit of time to bed in but listen there's certainly a player in there especially in Covid times we forget yeah, that about players tough. don't we you yeah. not be able they're to isolated yep. at a young age yep. you rely on your, your mum and dad yep. your family about so it's a tough it's a big move for the, the young kid he's mm. come up and as I say every time I've seen him he's done well enough Gary few quick fire questions for you while you're still young enough to answer them <laughs> Ga- Gary who's your player of the year for Rangers McGregor I guess that's your player of the year for Scotland when I think about it I can't imagine anyone saying um, OK Alan McGregor so Barry agrees Mark are you changing your mind are you still Alan McGregor. player of the year no no I'll, I'll stick with I'll stick with uh, Alan McGregor um, goalkeeper's union in your case I, I, think, okay? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he does deserve yeah. it anyway yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. been amazing yeah. um, For Nick, how much are you looking forward to Champions League qualifiers um Buzzing for it. It's been that long. See, just to hear that tune built out at Ibrox. Yeah. I mean, just gives you response even just thinking about it, you know? Yep. So, good times are back and let's hope we can enjoy them. Barry is beaming at the moment. In fact, you've you, a shiver. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, it's uh, as we got, listen, Gary summed it up perfectly there. Yep. That, that, that's where you want to play as a footballer mm-hmm. and listen to that tune. Uh, that uh, tune, it's, mm-hmm. um, it's an unbelievable um, platform to, mm-hmm. to play your football. And, How does the um, tune go? Can you hum it for the? Can Barry do? It for the, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to hum it. No, um, he doesn't fall for that, does he? He's got an old head there on the. Listen, I'm not that. And Gary, what about Sunday? Is there is there a chance, a danger of this being the banana skin for Rangers? Well, it's happened before. I mean, it's a cup game, so it's always anything can happen, but. Mm. I do think we've got the heat on right now for it. Um, I don't know what happened in that game that we lost in the sure. Cup. The other Saints, uh, yeah. I think it, think it was just a wee bit of sort of stamina, uh, a wee bit lethargic, mm-hmm. and maybe just underestimated them. So I think they're going to go in all guns blazing. They're going to put a full team out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've got to put a full Oof, team out. Sure. No doubt in that. I don't think we can go in with the B team. We've got to respect them. So I do think we've got enough, and hopefully it's a double. There's always a chance of slip up if you don't respect who you're playing against and you don't approach it in the right manner. But for me, I can count one hand um, the disappointments that Rangers have had this season. Three in the league, I'll go back to it. Hibs, Livingston, Hamilton away, and the biggest one was at Murn in the, the, the Cup quarter final. So I, I think they've learnt for their mistakes and they'll go and respect St Johnson because let's be honest, St Johnson have had a great season. But they've got to get in with the right attitude. And for me, if they go in with the right attitude for what they've done most of the season, they'll not have a problem. What was your um, biggest cup shock, as in one these were expected to win and you didn't? Mm. That's a good question. Barry's having a think about that. Did you give us your scoreline, <laughs> Gary? Well, I Barry. Think I had one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the old thing, but when I said when you were on the bench, you said I, I was never on the bench. <laughs> Once, yeah, I was, I be, was in the yeah. bench once yeah. against Clyde. I don't know if you remind it. We played um, Clyde at Ibrox. Right. It yep. was two. It was two each. Uh, no, I think we were getting beaten two one, and yeah. they brought they brought me and I think it was Peter Lovencrans. Mm-hmm. 
On two each We ended okay. up winning four two in, in extra time But that's a good question I'll need to think it about is. that There would have been one yep. Cup up oh. uh, Have a think shot. about it A, a, a cup Upset. Who's your scorers on Sunday night then, Gary? Before you go, I says Upshot here, yeah. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll say we Alfie for his first hat trick of the season. His first hat trick for Morelos. Gary, have a great birthday. Enjoy it and uh, enjoy the match on Sunday. And we'll speak to you soon. Cheers. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited, the business show on Sunday morning, Hunter and Hockey, and the special guest is going to be Grant Curry. He's managing director of Virtual Services Group. It's going to be a great story on the great programme on Sunday morning. And congratulations to our own Crofty, who's been nominated for a Radio Oscar. It's the Ariels. It's brilliant. So he's in the final for. Uh, one of the major categories really? so well done Crofty isn't it and people can vote for him so it's a great special one when he was speaking about he and his wife going through IVF treatment some years ago it's absolutely brilliant well yeah, done Crofty yeah good yep. on him perfect and uh, his other half who's uh, on air of course Grado doing the kilt walk this weekend and well done we've uh, got that out on the go socials uh, he's uh, Scotland's one of our finest wrestlers uh, he's a uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> no no he's uh, he's going to be at Glasgow Green doing a, a wee bit of walking but remember uh, stay socially distanced <laughs> don't all turn up at Glasgow Green uh, somebody showed me an advert he was doing for Go Radio yep. he's in the park that's right let her up yep uh, he's doing that as well he's yep, he's, he's everywhere he's, he's everywhere I, I, I have to say that it's one of my, my father watches with, with Anna and I and the girls with five yeah. is sit two doors down. Ah, brilliant. Oh, my is God, brilliant. Yeah. Paul, have you seen uh, two no, doors? Oh, no, no. Paul, you'll love it. I know I, you will. I like him in Scott Squad. Oh, well, yeah. two doors down, the characters, Elaine C. Smith, oh, Jonathan yeah. Watson. Oh, she's brilliant. Yeah. They're, they're all absolutely, it's the best comedy to come out of Scotland in a, in a long, long time. And Grado is yeah. a, a great addition to it. I can't believe you've not seen it. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, no. you'd love it. I know no. you'll love it. Bro. Okay. Right. It's on too late. It's on at half ten at night. He's at his bed. <laughs> oh, we're <be> listening. We're <laughs> listening to and then we go home. Stevie Lennon in the mix at uh, seven tonight. Um, we're looking forward to that. Some great sounds when you get in the car afterwards. And a huge weekend of football here in Scotland and in England. It's the League Cup, the Carabao Cup final, Man City against Tottenham. Can anyone wrestle it away from Man City? And how strange for your man Mourinho he's Aye, not going to be there I know we spoke about yeah. it Monday night because he just got the bullet on that yeah. day but um, where does he go next does he get a big does he, does he get, get another big job in him Kerry Dale Street is he coming to Glasgow is there any chance uh, I would say absolutely next to no chance it'd he'd be like, mayhem he'd yeah. not really get out of his bed for less than 8 million quid a year yeah, just that, about that's what he commands you know so unless he's willing to take a serious serious pay cut uh, with the greatest of respect mm. to Celtic it's a non it's a non and by the way the Celtic would they really want him genuinely would no. they really want the media would love it I don't know yep. great so, for the media yeah, but yeah. somebody says to me in payoffs he said 96 million pound 96 yep. million pounds this is like the other night with William <laughs> we had to go is that million or billion uh, unbelievable so who's going to win Tottenham uh, or Man City oh, I think Man City comfortably Paul comfortably right yeah. okay are they not going to be unleashed you know Bale Song I mean, I hope so. Ryan Mason got a result against Southampton yeah. the other night. Kane, obviously, but, they get a good chance if, if, mm. if Kane plays, but even then, just I, I think Deli Man Alley. City, having, yeah. having lost last weekend, yeah. and this is the first part of them trying to get a treble, not a quadruple anymore, I think they want to get that over the line without taking any risks. Yeah, can't see past Man City. Phil Foden United. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I could watch that young kid 24 mm-hmm. 7. Mm-hmm. Who do you remind you of, Mark? Phil Foden. Yeah. Um, 
I think uh, he can be uh, the best uh, in the world. Uh, in the world, well, wow! Honestly, yes, statement. Uh, I know it's a big yeah. statement, but yeah. I honestly believe. Aye. I believe he can. And England need to take him as well and play him. And yeah, he's got to yeah, play for him. He will, won't he? Yeah. yeah, he's the best player down there. Okay, so you're both going for Man City. Yeah, yeah. Man City. No chance, even Delhi Alley. A bit of magic. Suddenly they're back. And so on. Yeah. And listen, yeah. they've, they've got they've got good players. Um, okay, Spurs, but I think City will do it. Okay, uh, let's look ahead. Let's get your predictions in the last few minutes here. The Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Hibs against Motherwell tomorrow, five o'clock. What do we reckon, Barry? I'm going to go for Hibs. Going for Hibs? Yes. Why? Nisbet? I think because they secured yep. um, the third place. Um, that'll give them a bit of confidence and a chance to get into the semi-final. Because um, previously, when Hibs have been in semi-finals mm. and finals, they let themselves down. So I think this is an opportunity for them and they'll be determined. So for me, Hibs to win. Right, so Jack Ross doesn't want another defeat at too early a stage. Mark, what do you reckon? Motherwell or Hibs? Uh, I think Hibs will win that one. Um, potentially extra time. Okay, extra time. Maybe Hibs, of course, who won it in, what, 2016? And Motherwell, who've been there a few times, a couple of years, not that many years ago, got to the final uh, against Celtic. So, but you're both going for Hibs. It was a good win for them. Yeah, yep. Hibs have got match winners. Boyle, yeah. Nisbet... Yeah. Good players, Hibs, mm-hmm. and yeah. when Hibs are on form, they're a good team. And they held yeah. on to the players that they could have, you know, they could have sold. Yeah, Portis, I, they, they could have yeah, sold. Yeah, I think. Yep. Joe Newell's got a lovely left foot yeah, in the middle of the park. Okay. Uh, big Dodge when he when he's on it, he right. can be a good foil for um, for Nesbitt um, and, and the young boy Dodge at, at left back too. So, <laughs> no, I think um, I think Hibs are solid, but 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 Motherwell, I think okay. it'll make it really difficult for them. What about Aberdeen, Dundee United, Mark? A home win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think and yeah. I, I think Aberdeen will win by a couple of goals. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Barry, what do you reckon? Uh, Aberdeen's nephew got a goal the other night against Celtic. Yeah, he did um, at the back post. Yep. Um, no count, it's a tapping, but mm-hmm. um, you got to take them. And he's first in a long time, so that, yeah, that'll he's, help he's him. not yeah. scored. I think that was like three or four months. He, he's not found the back of the net. Mm-hmm. That's something that that Lewis can bring to a team is his goals. Um, I don't have a word with him. He missed a a, a chance in the yeah. second half. Great ball for Scott Brown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Lewis hits the post. Uh, but yeah, look, I, I think I think Aberdeen will have too much. I think Stephen Glass has made a bit of an impact. That was a decent result for them. Um, during the week mm. so for me Aberdeen too strong and do you think yeah, your nephew is the fact that Scott Brown's coming as well would, would that affect him does he just want to show no he'll not affect Lewis no. he'll want to go and listen he'll want to learn off Scott Brown and, and um, mm. pick his brains because mm. listen Scott Brown's played at the top level and won and won sorry a lot of trophies um, so he can learn off somebody like that so no, I think it'll be a good thing for him what's your scoreline tomorrow uh, Sunday Aberdeen Dundee United 2-1 Aberdeen 2-1 Aberdeen so you're both going for Aberdeen we'll come to Rangers in a second or two let's go to Monday Killy against St Mirren Barry what do you reckon? This is a tough one isn't it? Um, two yeah. even, evenly matched Aye, yeah. teams a great opportunity for one of them to get into the, mm-hmm. the semi-final I'm going to go St Mirren because I think Kilmarnock have to concentrate on staying in the league yeah yep and St Mirren, you know, just missed out by just a couple of minutes in the top six. Goal difference, but I think it was one goal. It was, yeah. What a great season it's been though for Jim Goodwin and very, uh, his I, team. I'll be yeah. honest with you, Paul, I've said that a, a few times yeah. on the show. It's one guy that I've been very impressed with, Jim Goodwin. Um, I think they were one of the favourites to go down. 
Um, he's built a real solid team there. I think his recruitment's been really, really good. He's used a market and I think it was Southern Ireland. He, he picked three or four yeah. players out. Of. Um, never, I, I never knew much about them, but these players have impressed me. So I think Jim will get them into another semi final. What do you reckon, Mark? Oh, I, uh, toss the coin I, I, yeah. honestly Paul yeah, I, I'm looking for yeah. you you look at Kilmarnock Kyle Lafferty getting the goals mm-hmm. and Chris Burke as we all know still producing it wins a penalty the other night you know, chasing down a lost cause did well didn't um, he yeah yep. he did you're looking at that partnership which I think has been brilliant particularly in Stevie Clark's time you know Power and Dicker mm-hmm. they've yep. not really been together often this season due to, mm-hmm. due to injury um, and, and stuff so um, and then you've got St Mirren by Colin Quanner back the other night making a difference mm-hmm. At Ross County, um, getting a really good result up in the Highlands. Like, again, I think that go could go to extra I time. Think, yeah, I think yeah. I could go to penalties. Yep. Actually, and penalties you could you could toss a coin. Go so, for it. Come on. I've not got a coin on me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> who's who's going to be who's going to be in Tuesday? Yeah, in the semis. So Barry's going to Man right. I'll go Kelly. Then. I'm going to go Kelly. Okay, uh, let's hear from Stephen Gerrard. Looking forward to the Rangers game at home to St. Johnson. Uh, difficult to predict how the game's going to pan out. I'm hoping to see more intensity and more quality from our point of view. I think it goes without saying the team will look different. Our game plan will look different. You know, it's a fresh game, but a game we're very much looking forward to. St. Johnson are a good team, organised, well drilled, and they're having a fantastic season themselves. So it's all to play for at the weekend, but a really exciting side that we're very much looking forward to. He's desperate for another cup, isn't he? Well, a cup. He's got yeah. the league. They'll get the title. The championship will be presented in the fifteenth. What do you think, Mark? St. Johnson coming to Ibrox? Yeah, I mean, St. Johnson will be will be very pleased with the performance the other night. Thoroughly deserved a point for for Rangers. Listen, they've got a phenomenal record. At Ibrox was it only conceded three goals, four goals all mm. season, nineteen games undefeated. Um, some of the players got a bit of a rest during the week as well, which will be um, important. I'd never rule out St Johnston. You need to be on your game to beat St Johnston, Paul. Um, maybe Rangers to sneak it possibly an extra time, but it's got the potential to be a shock. OK, this could be a shock, you think, but you think Rangers will win extra time. Barry, what do you reckon? They must be full of confidence. Yeah, of course they'll be full of confidence. Um, a real opportunity for them to, to go and um, secure the, the second trophy, so I don't think Rangers will have any problems. Um some of the main players will be fresh. We, we've been rested uh, midweek against St. Johnson. So if Rangers are at it, which I firmly believe they will be, Rangers to go into the semi-finals. And no real problems for Rangers. Out with uh, what we know about Ryan Jack, for example, that it's great to have Tavernier back and he'll be desperate to play. We know Nathan yeah, Patterson's out. Yeah, I say it's about Tavernier. I, I don't know if Mark, Mark was at the game, if he agrees me. He looked really rusty. Mm. Um, but that that's going to happen when you're out for... Two months, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, Miss, I think it was 10 games he missed so he missed a lot of football um, but that 60 minutes will do him the world of good and he'll be ready to go in Sunday and Morelos Kent Arebo um, all be back so I think Rangers will be too strong um, but they can't can't take their eye off the ball got to respect St Johnson who are a, a tough unit to break down That's, that is a big call for Stephen Gerrard on Sunday bearing in mind it's a cup game no messing about who does he go with it right back? Yep. Patterson or Tavernier mm. is it no band it's, it's, oh it's band, band now band, band. so yep. great well yep. done just, test. just testing <laughs> 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 that one's coming out of the podcast oh, right, before we go we'll be Tavernier then <laughs> May, the, <laughs> May the 22nd for the cup final and Willie was saying the other Thank night God it's not only me it makes mistakes <laughs> they all do they could have the cup final at uh, Hamden and let 
the crowds in because it would be what five or six thousand surely. I, I hope that uh, I hope they're allowed to do that. Listen, it's been yeah. a, a long year without uh, fans, and and you know what, football's nothing without them. We can get five, six, mm. seven thousand, and they've got to try and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be, I think, a thousand in the Crucible. Uh, this weekend at the oh, snooker it was yeah. 300 it's gone up to 1000 surely come on yeah. springtime oh, I know yeah. it's great to see the fans I love watching the snooker Paul the Crucible's brilliant um, and for uh, a cup for final. the cup final we yeah. just want some kind of fans in if there's a way to get fans in get them in and if it means moving away from Hamden which it will then let's do it because the most important thing is to get fans back into the stadiums mm. What a week it's been. We started off with all the news about the European Super League. Has It's not going to happen, Barry, and thank goodness the fan power has been heard this week. It's been a big week for football. Massive week for football. It just shows you how powerful fans can be. Um, and that was the case this week. And it's right. What what was happening regarding the Super League and this this 12 teams was, was bang out of order. So glad they, they made their voice um, heard. Barry, you'll be back on Monday. Mark, you will as well. And good luck with the match whenever it happens. We hope this gets sorted yeah, out. I've, I've with, been looking for at my Kelty. phone. Yep. Still no word. Okay. Thanks to everyone who joined us all week. It's been quite a week. We'll see you on Monday. Stevie Lennon in the mix is coming up next. The Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Help reduce your heating bills by installing an air source heat pump. Let's go. I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy.